The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is July 28th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Hope you're all having a wonderful day today. Today I'm going over my final mock draft, mock draft 3.0. There has been a trade that shook things up a little, so I had to do my last and final mock draft. Hopefully there won't be too many more drafts trades Uh, so my mock isn't completely obliterated by draft day but we shall see the trade uh, was between Memphis and New Orleans Jonas Valanciunas and Memphis's first and second round pick were traded for Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe and their first and second round picks plus another first round pick for 2022 but we will see you'll see in this mock draft pick 10 and pick 17 were affected and with the development of other news people moving up and down mock drafts people invited to the green room for draft day there have been some other changes as well so let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it for the first pick with the detroit pistons nothing has changed here in my opinion Still Cade Cunningham, the six foot eight, all around player from Oklahoma State, can play multiple positions. He averaged twenty points, six boards, three and a half assists, one point six steals per game. Great free throw shooter, all the accolades anyone could ever want. He is a great playmaker for himself as others. Some say he can play the point guard. Uh, I think he will play more of a small four role in the Jason Ra- Jason Tatum role. He reminds me of Jason Tatum a lot. He has a seven-foot wingspan. Uh, describing his game in one word, I would just say smooth. Very smooth player. I think his only negatives, if you want to nitpick, are finishing at the rim. And he's not the quickest or fastest player out there. But that shouldn't affect him too much in the league. I think he'll be a fine player. I think he will be an all-star. And I think he will help the Pistons uh, turn things around. And there was also a report of the Pistons being offered Shea Gilgris Alexander and OKC's sixth pick for the number one pick in Kate Cunningham for Detroit. But Detroit declined because they wanted Pokashevsky from OKC also. And OKC was like, nope, not having that. So that's interesting. I'm sure Detroit's going to be, their phone's going to be ringing off the hook. So we will see if there are any more moves. Hopefully there's none before this pod airs, but we will see. Um, Number two, I still have Jalen Suss going to Houston. He is who I believe in probably more than anyone in this draft. His talent is undeniable. The 6'4 guard out of Gonzaga. He has amazing court vision, clutch primetime performer, great finisher at the rim. Uh, Can do it all. I mean, he's hit threes, step back threes, alley-oops. I mean, he's catching alley-oops, too. (laughs) He's an incredible passer. He just pops on the screen when you see his tape. In my opinion, he's destined to be a star in my eyes. I see a little Damian Lillard, a little Brandon Roy in his game. If you want to nitpick, you can say turnovers could be improved, but that's not that bad. So 
his his weren't that bad. I think you know with development in the league, he'll be fine. Uh, and to show you how great of an athlete he was, he won Mr. Football and Mr. Basketball in the same year in high school. So Jalen Suggs is a can't-miss prospect, in my opinion. He's destined to go. I mean, it's, it's no doubt at all he's going in the top five. A lot of people have him going fourth, though. So we will see what happens. Number three, I have Jalen Green to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I just think he's the best fit for them. Obviously, they're going to have to probably move uh, Colin Sexton. And there's been talk about them talking about moving Colin Sexton because they're not going to want to pay Colin Sexton while the team is where it is. It's a bad team right now. Why not just draft Jalen Green, get that rookie contract, then whatever you get back from Colin Sexton, add that to the team as well. And that'll probably be for a lower price or you can get two pieces or a player in a draft pick. So... I think Jalen Green will come in and fit great with this team. The 6'5 slash 6'6 guard from the G League Ignite team. Averaged 18 points per game. 36.5% three-point shooter. Super athletic. Uh, incredible uh, player. Doesn't settle, doesn't settle for jump shots, which I love. He will attack the lane and the rim. Great court vision. Really good three-point shooter and jump shooter. So he has everything you want in a shooting guard. He's well worth top four selection in this year's draft. Uh, in the in the G League with the Ignite team, it was kind of more of an individual-based system. So it wasn't really a team system. If you want to say he needs to work on something, it would be that, just more team play. But I think he's destined to be a great shooting guard in this league. Number four, I believe the Toronto Raptors would take Evan Mobley, especially if he fell here. A lot of people have him going second or third. But I think the best fit would be Toronto. So hopefully he falls to Toronto. And he's a seven foot big man from USC. Average sixteen and nine per game. Had a steal per game, three blocks per game. That's key. He's a tall, lanky, raw, unorthodox big man. But he's full of potential and talent. He's slightly Chris Bosch like to me. So hopefully he, if he keeps uh, developing his game, gets with the right team, right coaching, he can turn into a twenty ten guy like Chris Bosch was in Toronto. Very aggressive at the rim, slams everything. He just needs to gain weight uh, because I think he will be a great big man for the Raptors. They need him too. <laughs> for the fifth pick, I still have Scotty Barnes going to the Orlando Magic. The 6'9", 1 through 5 player basically from Florida State. Um, he played. He performed well at the Combine. Has that great over 7 foot wingspan. He's just an all-around player. A lot of people are comparing him to Draymond Green. I don't really think that's a great comparison because he's a lot faster. Yes, he can run the point. He can play the forward also, power forward also. But I think his potential, he could. if anyone in this draft is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo, it would be Scotty Barnes. I, th I see that type of ceiling for him. He's a great defender, great court vision and awareness, great passing skills, can run the point or play in the post. And as long as he develops, and if he develops his shot, I mean, look out. He only shot 27% from three. That's his only weakness, really. But if he gets to the right team and has someone that takes the time to develop him, like the Milwaukee Bucks did Giannis, I think he is a can't-miss prospect with huge, huge potential. I think he and this next guy have the biggest potential in the draft. That was Scotty Barnes to the Magic. And now this next guy is... Jonathan Kaminga 
And I have him going to OKC at number six. Uh, huge potential as well. 6'6 six, six guard slash small forward from the G League Ignite as well. Like I mentioned with Jalen Green, more of an individual type of system they were running there. When they get to the league, when they get on a team, they're going to learn more things about systems, teamwork, all that. And their game should only expand from there. His shooting is his weakness as well as Scotty Barnes. And he he's not even a good free throw shooter. But that will have to develop. But if he does, he's got everything you want. The athleticism. He's a savvy scorer. Aggressive at the rim. But he just needs to get that skill. If he can get that skill, he could be Kawhi Leonard-like. So we will see. Uh, I think OKC is one of the perfect teams to develop a player because they're not trying to win right now. They're trying to aim for the stars and get that superstar. Up next, I have the Golden State Warriors taking Alperen Sengun, the 6'9 big man from Turkey. Averaged 19-9, and and he was the MVP in the Turkish League. To be 18 years old and the MVP in the Turkish League, which is one of the top three international leagues, is incredible. Um, he did, he needs to work on the shot. He's a terrible three-point shooter, but, I mean, he's a center, so that's not the end-all, be-all. But his jump shot needs to improve as well. He can shoot it, but he needs to get better at it. His defense, he's pretty average, but he can get better at it. But other than that, I think he has a great post game, great touch, very smart and instinctive player. I love his game, and I think if he keeps working on it, he can turn into a Demonte Sabonis type of player. Which would make him well worth the seventh pick in the draft. Number eight, Orlando Magic are back on the clock. I have them taking James Booknight from UConn, the 6'5 guard. Averaged 19 points per game. Uh, he only shot 30% from three last year, so that was not good. But the year before, he shot over 34%. So we will have to see when he gets to the teams. And I'm sure they've already seen in workouts and everything, his form, and if he's improved as a shooter but if that's more of the 34, 35% and not the 29, 30%, that's a huge change. It may not sound like much, but that's a big difference because he's a tremendous scorer and driver to the basket. Great shooter. Even, you know, I, I think the threes will translate. He has a total package, in my opinion. At UConn, he was double teamed a lot because he was the main guy on the team. So that made all his shots more contested, harder to get off. Uh, so in the league, he's not going to be double-teamed because everyone pretty much is talented. No one can be left open like that. He's not going to be the number one for the Magic or any other team that drafts him right away. So he should have an easier time getting off shots in the NBA than he did in college, believe it or not. So I think James Booknight would be a good fit for the Magic. Number nine, big change I have here. And this is more of my feeling of what Sacramento should do. I haven't heard anyone discuss this player going here, but I have Zaire Williams moving up my board to go to the Sacramento Kings, the 6'8", multi-positional player from Stanford. Average, he only averaged 11 points per game, uh, only shot 29% from three. That's not bad because, you know, I mentioned he's 6'8", but when he went to the combine, he measured at 6'10", so that's huge. That really helps him, in my opinion, because he has a really good handle. Uh, he has a pretty good mid-range jumper. He has great size. He loves to step back J. He's unselfish. Really good defender. He can bring the ball up the court to start fast breaks. He's a rim runner. 
good passer, good free throw shooter, which should translate to a good shooter. That's a tool a lot of scouts and experts use. If you can shoot free throws, you'll eventually turn into a great shooter if you keep working on it. But he's definitely not a finished product, but he's good at everything. And he's a player who has scary potential, could easily be the steal of the draft. I mean, look out. So this will be Sacramento taking a swing for the fences as opposed to who I had him taking, Moses Moody, who's more of a safe pick. He's like guaranteed to be starter quality. But I think Zaire Williams is, if you have that potential to get a superstar, you got to go for it. I mean, Sacramento has been floundering around the bottom of the playoffs and out of the playoffs for as long as I can remember. (laughs) So... Take that shot, you know. They didn't take the shot on Giannis. They they haven't been taking shots, period, really. I mean, they've been taking pretty safe players. So I think they should go out on a limb and take Zaire Williams and see what he can turn into. And and I've just mentioned Moses Moody. I had him at 9 in my mock draft 2.0. Right now I'm having him going 10, just one spot down to Memphis. Memphis, who we mentioned earlier, traded up to get this spot. I think it would be a perfect fit for Moses, Moses Moody to... Fall to them, the 6'6", small four from Arkansas, average 17 points per game. Rebounds the ball very well. He's a good defensive player. He reminds me of Sadiq Bey. Uh, most, hi- most of his highlights are three-pointers. He loves to shoot the three. He's a good spot-up shooter. And he's kind of an old-school, methodical player. Shot 36% from three, by the way. He has a huge seven-foot wingspan. And, you know, if you, you've seen that viral picture of the player touching the floor and the top of the door that is Moses Moody so I mean that tells you everything you need to know about his wingspan and his defense possibilities and like I said he's one of the safest players in the draft to me so that would be a great pick for Memphis for the 11th pick in the draft I have the Charlotte Hornets taking Kai Jones from Texas the 6'10 big man his stats weren't that great uh, he averaged one block per game, so he's a great shot blocker. He pl- he played limited minutes because the Texas uh, team had three big men, and he- I think he was the youngest one. So they kind of split the minutes, but Kai Jones is unique, 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 and full of potential. He shoots three-pointers. He can even shoot step-back threes. I mean, this is the center I'm talking about. Very athletic, fast, and can dribble the ball. That's huge for a big man. He has a quick first step, shot 38% from three. This is a center I'm talking about. Uh, he played great defense, even guarding guards. Kay Cunningham was at the three-point line trying to go by him, and Kai Jones stole the ball from him. I mean, he moves tremendous. Not many centers in the world are like Kai Jones. He has huge upside. He's just still raw and needs to continue to develop, and he needs to rebound better, but... When you have the 11th pick and you're the Hornets and you haven't had a good center since Al Jefferson, you have to swing for the fences. As long as Alperen Sengun is off the board, Kai Jones is who they should select. For the 12th pick in the draft, I have Jalen Johnson, the 6'9 forward from Duke. Average 11 points per game. His only knock is he really he played the 13 games and then left Duke. So there's talk about his character or concerns or people just don't know what happened. But I've heard something that said he has anxiety and that could be a possibility why he left the team. So if that's what it is, I don't think that should be held against him. 
as long as he'll be able to function in the league. So teams are going to have to do their, you know, investigating as they do during the combine, question him, you know, find out where his head is. And I think he'll be a great prospect for this team if he's ready to go. And he can fill right in in that slot that LaMarcus Aldridge left off. Uh, he's a very smooth and smart player, runs the floor well, good passer. He shot 44% from three. That's amazing. So he has a good size and always seems to be at the right spot at the right time. He reminds me of Brandon Clark when he was coming out of college. Uh, for the 13th pick, I have Davion Mitchell. Previously, I had him at 10th. He slid down a little bit on my board with that trade between Memphis and New Orleans. And I think he's a perfect fit for the Indiana Pacers. The 6'2 guard from Baylor averaged 14 points per game, 5.5 assists, and 2 steals per game because he's a great defensive player. He's a hustler. He has a great handle. He's a great passer. He's fast. has a nice wiggle slash crossover. He's just everywhere on the court. Um, you would think it's two of them out there. <laughs> he was a Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. He's just very shifty and explosive. It's only knock is people say his size, but his size is pretty much equal to Donovan Mitchell. So that's the guy that I compare him to as well. So a lot of people want their point guards to be 6'4 or 6'5 or something, but 6'1 or 6'2 is not that bad. He shot 44% from three this year, which is great. And people are just going to have to learn to trust that because in his previous two years in college, it wasn't 44%. So... They're wondering if this was a fluke or not, but you have to bring him in there. And that pick 13 is to the point where it's a steal, in my opinion. People also hate his age, but get over it. <laughs> For the 14th pick, big change right here. I just feel this is the player Golden State should and will take. Chris Duarte, the 6'6 guard from Oregon. I had him previously going 19th. I had to move him up my board. It just felt right. Uh, he averaged 17 points per game, won the Jerry West Award for the best shooting guard in the league in college. Um, his first team all Pac-12, first team all Pac-12 defense, shot 42% from three. He just has a beautiful shot, can drive to the rack, finish in the paint. Just an overall very skilled player, really good defensive player, and he can run the offense. I mean, he has a little Klay Thompson in his game, a little Chris Middleton. And maybe even a little Dylan Brooks in this game. People don't like his age as 24. As that's his main concern. But if you're picking him for the Warriors, they don't want an 18-year-old in there right now. They don't need that. So, there's, I mean, it's possible that they would try to trade the pick anyway. But if they keep the pick, a 24-year-old that is slightly reminds you possibly of Klay Thompson... Seems pretty perfect to me, especially with Clay coming off of missing the last two years. They're going to probably take it easy on him. Duarte will have plenty of time to come in here and learn and fill in with the minutes and potentially be a replacement for Clay once he continues to get up in age. For the 15th pick in the draft, I have Sharif Cooper going to the Washington Wizards. The 6'1 slash 6'4 guard, no one knows. <laughs> He's a mystery. Um, from Auburn, averaged 20 points per game, 8 assists per game, 1 steal per game. And he's a great free throw shooter, so you would not think that his 3-point percentage was 22%. So, um, with it being 82% from the free throw line, I think his shot will definitely be able to improve. He has incredible court vision, great handles, and is very explosive to the rack. Plays through contact, contact 
and he just always knows where to be with the ball. Um, Russell Westbrook, getting older, they possibly could trade him. But if they don't, he will probably rest in back-to-backs and not play full games when it's blowouts and such. So I think Sharif Cooper would be a great backup or possible replacement for Russell Westbrook if he's moved out of Washington. Up next, I have Keon Johnson, who's moved down a couple spots, and he's going to the OKC Thunder. I think this is a better fit for him and the Thunder, so this would be perfect if it worked out this way. He's a 6'5 slash 6'6 guard from Tennessee, averaged 11 points per game, only shot 27% from three because he is a project. Uh, He has the perfect size for a guard in this league, though, but if you're just watching this college tape, you'll see he's a good player, not a great player. But he has that potential to develop. I don't really believe in it as much as I do some of the other projects that I've mentioned earlier, like Scotty Barnes, Jonathan Kaminga, Zaire Williams. But a lot of people seem to think Keon can develop just as well. We shall see. Um, He obviously is a great leaper. Everyone heard about him breaking the combine record for vertical. Uh, But he broke it by three inches. So, I mean, he's... He can jump out of the gym, but that's not really going to do you any good if you can't function on offense. You ha- He's a great defender, but he has no offensive game, really. So he's going to have to keep working on that. And uh, like we talked about OKC earlier, this is the perfect place to do that. If he, if he gets it right, though, I mean, look out. It could be incredible. For the 17th pick in the draft, I have the New Orleans Pelicans selecting Corey Kispert. And this is where they traded down to. They were at 10. A lot of people said they could have took. They needed a small forward or, well, basically just a shooter at 10. And there was no one there. They would be reaching for someone. If you come to 17 and take Corey Kispert, this is a perfect fit. He averaged 18.5 points per game, one steal per game. West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Shot 44% from three. Probably the best shooter in the draft. I mean, he can shoot the ball brilliantly, but he also can take it to the rack. So he's not just a spot-up shooter, but he can do just about everything offensively also. In college, he he flourished. Uh, he was a great team player, and I think his game fits tremendously in, this, in today's NBA. Uh, his weakness, if you want to be nitpicky, you could say he's not a great athlete, so he could just struggle defensively. And will his offensive game translate? Because sometimes a lot of great scores in college do not translate to the NBA. But I think Corey Kisper will have a great career. And I think the Pelicans are a perfect spot for him. Because they so desperately need three-point shooting. Up next on the clock, OKC has their second pick. They, I have them selecting Josh Giddy. The point guard from Australia, six foot eight point guard from Australia, averaged eleven seven and seven per game. He has a nice handle, nice floater. He is a creative and flashy passer. He will drive it to the rack and even dunk on you, which is which will catch you off guard. <laughs> but um, he controls the flow of the game very well. He's just not a scorer. Uh, the the what worries me is he could be too slow for the league, and you have to worry about him playing in Australia. His competition. You only average 11 in Australia. It's going to be less in the NBA. Same thing for the 7-7, seven and seven, the boards and assists. I just suspect that all to go down. But he could develop, and 
blossom his game. But he looks very small on the court because he's 185 pounds. He looks like a kid out there. So even though he's 6'8", he just looks like a kid out there. And he's not a good leaper. Doesn't really get good separation. So, I mean, how is that going to function in the NBA? I'm not sure. Teams are really high on Josh Giddy. A lot of people are saying the Pelicans, uh, that Memphis traded up to 10 to get Josh Giddy. And, I mean, that I don't get it. <laughs> I think 18 is high for him, in my opinion. But, you know, they may see something that I don't. But I don't really... I wouldn't bet my job on it that he's going to translate to the league. So we will see. So with the 19th pick, I had the Knicks taking Chris Duarte. But now he's already gone to the 14th to the Warriors. So I have them taking Cameron Thomas. Probably the best player available right now. The 6'3 guard from LSU. Average 23 points per game. So he's a tremendous, tremendous scorer. He shot 32% from three. So that's decent. Uh, Made the all-SEC team. He's a super confident player. Very scrappy. Takes a lot, a lot, a lot of contested shots, which is not necessarily what you want. <laughs> you know, if you have to do that, yes, but don't force it. He kind of forced it a little bit. Uh, he loves the jumpers and the three-pointers. Uh, if you compare his game, you can say he's kind of similar to Kyle Lowry, but if Kyle Lowry was selfish, <laughs> you know, because this guy is a scoring machine, and he can score in any, in any and every way possible. Uh, his weaknesses, though, are... Being a 6'3 point guard, he doesn't really assist the ball. So he needs to contribute in other areas besides scoring. For the 20th pick, I have the Atlanta Hawks taking Trey Mann. The 6'4 guard out of Florida, average 16 points per game. He has a good floater, nice handle, shot 40% from three. Very skilled scorer, can run the offense and lead the team, can be a combo guard. Just a very smart and instinctive player. I think in his future, he could compare to DeJounte Murray in a few years if he keeps developing. He plays very smooth and never looks rushed out there. So he's a really good shooter as well. He's just, if you want to say he has a knock, I would say he over-dribbles at times and his defense can improve. But Trey Mann is a good prospect. And you easily could uh, swap Cam Thomas and Trey Mann for each other. It's going to be what the teams want and need or prefer. But it's not much separation between those two in my eyes. Now for 21, the New York Knicks are on the clock. I have them taking someone that I did not have in my mock draft. 1.0 or 2.0. But I think I had to squeeze them in here. I had to stop being so stubborn, I suppose. But Trey Murphy, the 6'8 small forward from Virginia. He averaged 11 points per game, but he shot 43% from three. That's what you're looking for. And not only is he a great three-point shooter, he has highlight real dunks. You don't really see that combination that often. So he's a prototypical, he has prototypical size. He's a versatile swing man who is an efficient scorer. Really good defender. Has great size. I mean, if you look at his form, it's not the greatest form on the shot. But I think he can still be a great shooter in the league. And he still goes in, so... Unless someone tries to change it in the league, he should be fine. I think he can be a 3 and D guy. And uh, he's a really good shooter and has really good athleticism. If you want to say a weakness, you could say his rebounding and assists, they need to improve. But for Trey Murphy to go to New York, I think they could use someone like they need. Everyone needs three-point shooting, but New, York's, New York Knicks did especially. And he will fill a role that, you know, they've been using... 
Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock, you know, I'm sure they would love to have a young guy with higher ceiling, higher potential come in there and fill that role. For the 22nd pick in the draft, I have the LA Lakers still selecting Ayo Dasunmu. I believe in him. The 6'5 guard out of Illinois, average 20 points per game, 6 boards, 6 assists, and 1 steal per game. Shot 39% from 3, won the Bob Cousy Award, has a very nice handle and can drive to the hoop, taking contact or finishing in traffic. He's even a good rebounder. I mean, he has great court vision. He's a clutch player, good defender. He's just one of the best guards in the country. He reminds me a little of Colin Sexton, but he also has a little Buddy Hield in his game. And he haven't he even had two triple doubles last year, which is rare in college. So, I mean, you can tell that he's an all-around player and just a pretty much great player. And I think the Lakers can use someone that can create his own shot and create some offense for the team so LeBron won't have to do it all. So if they go this route and choose to keep this pick, I think A.O. is a great uh, player for them. But there's been talk about the Lakers trading their pick as well because... LeBron is 36, as you've seen in that viral clip. <laughs> I'm 36, so I don't know if he'll have time to wait around for a rookie, but we will see what they do. For the 23rd pick in the draft, I have the Houston Rockets selecting Franz Wagner, the 6'9 big man from Michigan. Average 12.5 points, 6.5 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block per game. So he was an all-around great player in college. He made the all-Big all Big Ten team. Um, in the league, he could possibly play the three, the four, or the five. So, I mean, because he scores great in the paint. He's a good hustle player, gives great effort, shoots 34% from three. In college, he was pretty much everything you could ask for. In the league, I'm not so sure he'll be able to translate all of that. I think he should be a good system player, good role player. He's not really explosive at all, so can he get his own shot? We don't know. So... You know, I think he will be fine. I think he will not be a bust, but I don't necessarily think he's going to be a star or even an all-star at any point in his career. But he'll be a safe pick. And for Houston, you know, a safe pick won't hurt. You know, I ha they have the 23rd and 24th pick. For this 23rd pick, have them going safe with Franz Wagner. For the 24th pick, have them going high risk, high reward with JT Thor. The 6'10 big man from Auburn. He averaged 9 points per game. Shot 29% from 3. But he's a 6'10 skinny guy. 205 pounds. But he's a lefty that has great defensive instincts. He's long and skinny. Can bring it up the court and drive to the rack from the perimeter. This is a 6'10 player. Like When he does that, he looks like a small forward out there going by you. If you squint your eyes, you see Kevin Garnett just went from the 3-point line. Beat you off the first step, drove to the rack, and dunked on you. I mean, this is the potential I see in JT Thor. See, he's very raw, but if you can develop this, this could be incredible. And he's a pretty good shooter as well. His shot's not broken, so he has a lot of upside in my opinion. He's not great in the post yet because he's skinny, but uh, he shot incredible at the combine, so he's clearly working on his shot. Uh, he's a good defender. He's long and agile. He's full of potential and athleticism. That's what Houston needs. So, I think that would be a great shot in the dark for them. Uh, for the 25th pick, I have the Clippers taking Charles Bassey, the center from Western Kentucky. Averaged 17.5 points per game, 11.5 blocks. 
No. <laughs> no one's having 11 and a half blocks. 11 and a half rebounds and three blocks per game. If he had 11 and a half blocks, he would be the number one pick in the draft. But uh, Charles Bassey dominates the paint on both ends. He's a great hustle player. He's obviously a great shot blocker. Runs the court very well for a big. Can shoot the three. He can just do it all at the center position. I think he'll be a great fit for the Clippers. Because right now their starting center is Zavika Zubak. DeMarcus Cousins is out of there. Serge Ibaka, we don't know what's going on with his health. And Ibaka is older. So I think if Charles Bassett can develop maybe a year or two, he can be the starting center for this team. So I think if he hits his peak, he can be DeAndre Ayton-like. So they're just going to have to coach him up, and I think that would be a great pick. For the 26th pick, I think... For the 26th pick, the Denver Nuggets have to select, in my opinion... (laughs) <laughs> it's late, y'all. Nashawn Bones Highland, the 6'3 guard from VCU, averaged almost 20 points per game and two steals per game. He could be the Emmanuel Quickly of this draft, in my opinion. He reminds me of him also. Uh, he's a great shooter, 40% from three, can shoot it from super long range also. He's not really a passer at all, but he never really needed to be. He was the A-10 player of the year. He's a really good playmaker. He can get to the rim and score, so he's not just a shooter. And, I mean, he's instant offense for a team. So, I think for the Nuggets, they didn't really have great three-point shooting. I think he can come in there, you know, especially with Jamal Murray. He's going to miss a lot of the season, if not all of it, and bring some instant offense for the team. For the 27th pick in the draft, the Brooklyn Nets are on the clock. I have them taking Isaiah Jackson, the center from Kentucky. He averaged eight points, six boards, two blocks per game. He's only 18 years old. That's incredible. I mean, that's that's the good side for them. Um, he could be Mitchell Robinson-like. He's obviously tall, skinny, and fast. He's a great shot blocker. Runs the court great. He's a great passer in the paint. But he pretty much only dunks the ball and blocks shots. So he's got to develop a more of an all-around game. Hopefully he can. But he shot 70% from free throw line which is a good sign. So there's a place for him in the league, but just not as a full-time starter. A couple years ago, a guy like this would be drafted in the top 10. And, and, you know, there was a lot of talk about him going higher in this draft, which he possibly could. But in my opinion, I struggled to get him this high. Like, I had Brooklyn taking someone else, Rocco Procrastin, who decided to go back overseas. And before that, Isaiah Jackson was not in my first round. But... With him dropping out, I think he'll be a good fit for Brooklyn. He kind of is similar to DeAndre Jordan. So it just depends on if they hate DeAndre Jordan or they just hate the the old DeAndre Jordan. But uh, if a younger DeAndre Jordan was incredible. So if Isaiah Jackson can reach that peak, that would be a great fit for the Brooklyn Nets. For the 28th pick, I have the Philadelphia 76ers selecting Jason Preston. This is a guy I really believe in. I don't think anyone has him in their first round. He's a 6'4 guard from Ohio. Not Ohio State, Ohio. (laughs) He averaged 16, 7, and 7 with 1.5 steals per game. He made the All-Mac team twice and was the Mac MVP. When you see his tape, he looks like a kid out there because of his frame being 187 pounds. But, you know, it's kind of surprising when you figure he's 6'4". So that's that's a positive surprise. He shoots about 40% from three, which is great. Has great touch. 
when you look at his film, you see a little LaMelo ball in him. He's just, you know, he's just smaller. Um, but he likes to drive and try to post up, which is not going to work in the NBA. Any long as you're under 200 pounds, that's not going to work. But it worked in college, so he's going to be going against bigger guys in the NBA. That's what he's going to have to work on, gaining weight and strength. Um, he's a great passer, a little flashy at times, but has great court vision. His, his, he averaged three turnovers per game. People hate that. That's not the and that's not the worst thing in the world to me. But he will improve on that in the league, I believe. But and he's just not a very fast player. So people are worried about defensively or whatever. But I think Jason Preston, his upside could be Steph Curry-like. Uh, he could be in the Steph Curry slash Trey Young type of mold with a little LaMelo ball in this game. So he has tremendous potential and upside. We will have to see if that translates. Because if that hits, he should have been a top five pick in his draft. So there's no way I could have this guy out of my first round. I love Jason Preston and his potential. For the 29th pick in the draft, I have the Phoenix Suns selecting Isaiah Todd, the 6'10 big man from the G League. Ignite, average 12, 5, 1 steal, no, 1 assist, and almost 1 steal per game. Uh, he has a good a good turnaround jumper near the paint. He can shoot the J. He's a very confident shooter. He was even shooting three-pointers off of one leg. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the G League, so. <laughs> but he shot 36% from three. He's a floor spacer. Really good potential. He's very athletic. I think Phoenix can use a power forward. Uh, that's a hole that they're lacking in. Uh, they had Dario Saric last year come on late in the playoffs. And then he got hurt, and that really hurt them. So I think if you bring in Isaiah Todd, let him develop for the whole year. He could potentially start, if not, be a solid contributor as a backup big for Phoenix. For my last and final pick of the 2021 NBA Mock Draft, the all-rookie mock draft, the all-rookie podcast mock draft, <laughs> I have the Utah Jazz selecting Jared Butler from Baylor. Jared Butler, supremely talented. He was projected to probably go around 10 picks higher than this, but when he went to the combine, they found a heart issue with him. That scared everyone off, the doctors, everyone, the NBA. They said, hold us, hold this guy out until we're sure he's going to be okay. And he recently got cleared to play. So, he's 6'3 from Baylor, average 17 points per game, two steals per game, as well as his teammate, Davion Mitchell. Uh, he was the NCAA Tournament MOP, Most Outstanding Player, Big 12 Player of the Year, shot 41% from three. He has a great handle. He's a knockdown shooter. He can do it all offensively. Good passer. Kind of reminds me of Monte Morris from Denver a little bit. He's a scrappy combo guard. Really good defensive guard. Really smart player. He always makes the right plays out there. He's ready to play and contribute to a team right away. Um, his weaknesses are, <clears throat> I mean, really he just needs further development to continue to blossom as a player. But you just wonder with that heart condition, will that ever come back up again in the future? You know, Chris Bosch, it's not the same thing, but he had blood clots. Later on in his career, they found that out. But eventually he was not able to play anymore because the league did not want him to risk life or death out there on the court. So uh, hopefully, I mean, he's been cleared to play right now, but in five years... Will something else come up 
we don't know. That's why I think he's dropping to 30. But if that if there's no heart issues at all, he could easily be in the 20 range. So, and which he still could go in the 20 range, but or the teens. So we will have to see and hear more information about that. But I know when you hear health issues and hold him out because there's a medical issue, that that normally knocks players down on how high teams are on a person. So we will have to see though. But that's been my mock draft 3.0. I'm not doing six, seven, eight, nine, ten mock drafts like some people because it's not necessary. But I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna name a couple guys. I'll name five guys that I wish I could have got in this first round. This was extremely hard to cut it to 30 because the talent is ridiculous. I'm gonna name a guy you never heard before: Jordan Hall, the six-eight guard from St. John's. Or St. Joseph's. Uh, see, I don't even know the school. Yeah, <laughs> This is how, you know, undiscovered this guy is. But he averaged almost 11 points per game, 6 boards, 6 assists, and 1 steal. 35% from 3. Basically, he's Cade Cunningham-like. He can easily... He's, if you look at the tape and there's no jersey, uh, no team school name on the jersey, you'll say both of these... I, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between which one is Cade Cunningham. So... Very great potential. He just played at a small school. So I really wanted to get him in my first round, but I just couldn't do it. Um, let's Josh Christopher from Arizona State. I had him in my first two mock drafts. I just think the talent is too deep, and he's not going to make it. Uh-huh. But, I mean, he might in the real draft. But in my mock draft, I have him just outside of it. But he's a great offensive player. Um, loves to shoot the ball. <laughs> Uh, let's see. That's two. Okay. I will go with Jaden Springer. A lot of people love him. He's going to be in there first round. But the six, uh, four guard from Tennessee, I mean, there's good things about his game, bad things. But, you know, that's just a player I feel like I should mention. There's a lot of point guards in the 20 range. So he just fell out of my list for me. Uh, a lot of people will say the same type of thing for Miles McBride. People love him as well. Gonna name one or two more players for you guys. I did not mention Uzman Garuba because y'all know I hate him. <laughs> Don't like his game at all. But I'll mention a guy since you probably never heard of him. Sandro Mamek Mamekalashvili. 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 Sandro Mamekalashvili. The 6'11 big man from Seton Hall. Average 17.5 points per game. 7.6 boards. Great stats, 33% from three as a big man. Um, and that was his last year. The year before that, he shot 43% from three. But he can move like a guard, shoot us tremendously. Great playmaker. I mean, that's just a guy. He's a versatile big. You can look out for him. It might be, take a little while for him to develop, but look out. Austin Reeves, super talented player. Kessler Edwards, super talented player. I mean, I, this draft is loaded with talent. I didn't even mention Josh Primo. People love him. I don't really love him as much as other people. But uh, that's that's been my mock draft 3.0. And I mean, you can tell I love this class because I can just keep going on and on. But I'm sure you're ready for me to end this. So here we go. Um, so thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Like, rate, subscribe, review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And thank you all for joining me once again. And I can't wait to the draft. We're almost here. 
See you guys later. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.